When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of The Quack Report. My name's Carter, and I'm joined, as always, by Nate. And we're going to talk some Ducks hockey, potentially, depending on how we feel. Is that what we want to call it, hockey? We're going to talk Ducks. (laughs) That's for sure. The word duck will be said in this episode. That's that's what we should go with. Okay, I I only know that there's... I, I only know mallard ducks off the top of my head. Oh, we don't have to talk about you like, didn't, those you kind didn't, of you ducks. Didn't, you yeah. didn't bring on an expert to talk about like actual ducks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah, not that kind of duck. I mean, no. un- unless they are branching out to like, you know, like the Conway um, or the Banks, you know, like that's, I, I can give you those ones. Those those uh, species of duck? Yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's uh, didn't, the, weren't, didn't those uh, become extinct somewhere around the late 90s? Yeah, somewhere in there, I think. So, I mean, they... They do kind of pop up every now and then. I've heard in like uh, like a sequel series, but yeah, kind of kind of like Bigfoot. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you're every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, before we talk about the ducks, how about we talk about the baby ducks and the gulls? Just a, a sneak. We we talked on uh, oh, yeah. last episode that we were going up to Calgary to catch a Wranglers and Gulls game on Friday, and yeah, yeah it was a cool experience. I mean. Gulls lost three nothing, so that wasn't great. But it was cool to be there um, and you know experience the Gulls live because we haven't really been able to see much from this team outside of the odd highlight from just like Twitter or whatever. But yeah, no, it was very cool. And then also there was names I'd literally never heard of before on the <laughs> team too. So it was uh, kind of cool to just yeah, no, experience yeah, th- it that way. Yeah, yeah, it totally was. Um, yeah, my first AHL game as well. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, no, it was a, it was a great experience though, and. Uh, even though it was a, you know, a road game technically for San Diego, it was still just a fun experience to go to and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And I think, yeah, we just had a, we just had a good time. I think so. Um, yeah, yeah Dostal played great, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, can't, you uh, really can't blame the third or the three goals. Sorry on him. No, yeah, like, there, yeah, this like especially two of them were just like. Watch any Anaheim Ducks highlight where the goaltender is just left high and dry, and that's kind of what it was. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess a positive to take from it, like Regenda, like actually like getting to see this guy in person, like he looked good. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. nobody put up any points, but like, yeah, he, he still looked good. I know I made the joke on the on the TQR Twitter there at the end of the game of like, oh, yeah, the player of the game is Pavel Regenda. This guy looks like he's NHL ready and whatnot, but... Um, but like you yeah, could tell he, that he was a lot he, different. Than yeah, he like he stood out the from guys. the rest of his team. Yeah, yeah, 
sure. and, and even against um, like the Wranglers too. Like like he was without a doubt, I would say probably the best player on the ice between both teams. Like yeah. like Calgary had some good players as well, but like you could just tell that Regenda was like he had experienced the NHL and he was like older and you know. Mm. All that stuff. So yeah, exactly. Um, I was kind of laughing because Calgary had also just sent down a guy from the NHL in uh, Kevin Rooney, and uh, there's at one point like those two were kind of like button heads a little mm-hmm. bit, and uh, Regenda just gave him like a nice rake down the back. I saw at one point, and yeah. I was just like, "Oh, that's gonna <laughs> that, that's great! I can't wait to see." Actually, no, uh, I I'd be surprised, I guess, if Kevin Rooney gets back up to the NHL this season, but. Uh, if they if they happen to both get up and because uh, Calgary and Anaheim play each other like later into the season like I know they have mm-hmm. one game here in December before Christmas break I think yeah but um like a lot of their games are coming up in like March and April um mm-hmm. if both of those guys are back up I don't know maybe we see something more out of that but uh at least maybe, in that yeah. game those two were not friends whatsoever so yeah yeah especially from Rooney I think we'll maybe see that because he'll be like vying for a position on the roster during the playoffs yeah like, most likely like i know i know that the flames are in and out of the wild card but i think realistically they'll probably be in the playoffs or at least fighting for it so um but i think when it comes to agenda like yeah he might still have that we're not going down without a fight even though we suck kind of mentality but like it's not yeah. gonna be like he's fighting for a position on a playoff roster right yeah, At least exactly. this season. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you never know. Stranger things have happened. It has actually happened before, but like, fuck, it, I would be so surprised. But Yeah, I'd be very surprised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing that just like in general, I enjoyed about watching the Gulls, and um, it's something I haven't seen, at least to the extent for the from watching the Ducks. And you, you obviously get a different vibe just watching on the TV and, and where we were sitting. Like, we were, what, 10? We were the tenth row, but like that's really like seven, eight rows back from the benches because we were yeah, like right yeah, we back had there. pretty yeah, we got pretty good seats. So which I mean, like mm-hmm. mind you, like the the Wranglers games uh, are played at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome where like the Flames play, and they only have the lower bowl open. But still, yeah. like the seats that we got were perfect. I yeah, thought. and and with the Flames and the Hitmen also playing there, like there's lots of hockey to choose from. So the the Wranglers yeah. aren't like just the only option. So like you, you can basically have your pick of any seat. Like we could have even. We could have picked pretty much any seat we wanted, yeah. Too like while we were there, like no one would have given a shit. Like we wouldn't have been taking anyone else's seat, right? But yeah, exactly. Um, but one thing I did notice, and especially being behind the bench, is just like how passionate the gulls were. Like they were, they were like pissed that they were losing. Like yeah, and they were, um, they were trying to motivate each other on the bench. They were like showing emotion, and like I just haven't seen that from the Ducks. But uh, again, like we've only watched them on TV, right? So like you maybe don't see that quite as much unless the yeah, camera like, shows like oh look at how mad this player is right now but yeah um, which i mean we did see from uh troy terry here in the game against the sharks at least yeah. but mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah that was uh that was something i noticed as well actually so yeah but yeah just being there in person you see the the little things so i guess when we go to a ducks game um because we are planning on go going to one later on in the year up in Calgary again, then we'll be on the lookout for it. Well, I'll be on the lookout for <laughs> that anyway. We'll be but... out of the playoffs for like over a month at that point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mathematically out. Yeah. yeah, but just looking for like that, um, like those like little head shakes as you're going back to the bench or like just the um, slightly firmer closing of the bench door from yeah. certain guys. Like just, just those kind of things that you don't, you'll never see just on TV. So I like that description, slightly firmer closing of the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I gotta remember that one. <laughs> you're slightly firmer. <laughs> yeah, you're not slamming it because then it just gets you more pissed because it like yeah. closes and bounces back. But slightly <laughs> firmer just to make you feel better. But yeah, overall, very cool experience. So, yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and we were not the only Ducks slash Gulls fans there. There was at least two others. So yeah, which is surprising considering this is uh, this was in Southern Alberta. So yeah, I think yeah. we were the only people. No, actually, I saw one other person with a Ducks jersey there, and then okay. I saw two other people with uh, Gulls jerseys. So yeah, okay, so so there's five, five total. Yeah, but we didn't even get a chance to cheer really. <laughs> so yeah, unfortunately, because like we said, we were like, okay, if the Gulls score, we are going to be the most obnoxious people, like cheering wise, <laughs> just yeah. for that goal. And yeah, we didn't get the chance to. So because like with. uh Again, like it only being the lower bowl and whatnot, like you could hear a lot more of just like the individual people, like mm-hmm. um, like, if had, like a lot of on the other side of the arena, like you would know. <laughs> yeah, like they had a lot of um, like teams there, like watching the game, right? Like minor and, hockey. Yeah, so like when they showed too. those teams, like normally just in an arena, like you maybe hear like a faint bit of them if you're on the other side of the building, mm-hmm. um, but like you could full on hear them knew exactly where they were like before even looking in that direction so yeah we definitely would have been heard but uh, unfortunately no dice for the gulls in that game yeah yeah unfortunately not maybe we would maybe the problem was we weren't cheering loud enough and that's why they didn't score maybe we we didn't get a go gulls go chant going (laughs) maybe because they would have hurt us because we were we were literally right behind them yeah exactly (laughs) yeah like if if uh like say brouillard farted we would probably smell it <laughs> like that's how close we were <laughs> oh my god just just to paint you a picture there yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> all right but so yeah it, it was cool but uh and, and we'll try and go again sometime i'm sure but yeah yeah um i guess let's get into the reason that uh everyone else is probably here and that is uh anger about the ducks and the sharks and i see you got a clip pulled up so yes i do You know what we if we wanted I think actually we could make this t- like discussion talk whatever you want to call it about the game against the sharks uh by the way if you missed it 6-1 sharks was the final embarrassing um yeah we could uh we we could honestly just let this clip play for the 23 seconds that it's going to and leave it at that <laughs> okay we could honestly if you can tell me if you want to. I'm, I'm assuming you want to like get into some specifics about it. Uh, just but a couple, I'm, but yeah. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm telling you, we could probably just leave it at this. Okay. So um, yeah, let me let me pull it up here. And uh, yeah, so I, I thought this was a great clip that just I think encompasses the entirety of this game and maybe even this season so far. Fucking embarrassing! Fucking embarrassing! It's fucking embarrassing! Fucking embarrassing! You are able to hear it, right? Fucking yeah. embarrassing! Fucking embarrassing! Fucking embarrassing! Fucking embarrassing! Fucking embarrassing! Fucking embarrassing! Oh, well, that's embarrassing. I think that about sums it up, yeah. right? Like, yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that, honestly like just bef- like i didn't even know what the clip was when you pulled it up but like i was like you know what we need on this keyboard we need that guy that just screams <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing i was like which one should i take off so like i was yeah. literally thinking of that like um 
seconds before you pulled the clip up, and then that's exactly what it was. So. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, good I just get to coach. take that from the episode, slap it on the keyboard, and there we go. Yep, the good old coach from Letterkenny. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, do you even want to talk about the rest of this game? Because I think uh, Coach there summed it up. It's fucking yeah, embarrassing. I mean, yeah, it really is. Like, I, like I, I really don't have much else to add. Like, really, I was just going to talk about Gibson very, very, very briefly. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, go for it then. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he was pulled um, between periods there, um, which is not new this season. We've seen it a lot. Apparently, he left... Uh, due to an illness, though. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I'd be sick of this team also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's sick of all the bullshit, that's right. Fuck. That's, yeah. Man, we're just on the same wavelength today. Like, yeah. Li- like, I was literally gonna, like, that's the whole reason I wanted to talk about this, was just so one of us could make that joke. Like, he's just sick of this fucking team. Like, it's not even, like, either that or, you know, they went out for, um, you know, some spicy Indian food or some to a sketchy Chinese buffet or something before the game. And then yeah. it was like, oh, <laughs> should not have had those chicken balls. Like, let's, uh, <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, I, I mean, also, it's it's kind of probably a bit of a a mercy pull as well. Like, you know, maybe if it's closer, he's like, you know what, maybe I could fight through it. I'll just pop a gravel or something and yeah. some, or take a couple Tums or something like that. But, like, w- when it's, what was it at the end of the second, 4-1? Yeah, four one. It was it was four one before the halfway point of the second period. Which so yeah. at first I was about to like I originally had in the notes of like okay we're doing that weird thing again, where we're letting Gibson play the second half of the second period, where he lets in nothing and then pulling him again and then like happened to see not even from the Ducks again mm-hmm. right like it was fucking CBS Sports of oh yeah like Gibson's out due to illness like. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay, so that's okay. That makes sense then. So yeah, left due to illness. Um, and uh, but yeah, it's, it was just it. It's all kinds of confusing sometimes, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, we're not really getting too into this game either because we were obviously at the Gulls game when this one was going yeah. on. So we could. This, this one's fully reliant on highlights. Uh, yeah, and, whatever, so. yeah and, and we got to listen to the third period on the radio on the drive home, but like that's obviously you can't get too much out of that. Carrick yeah. actually, we, we heard that he fought uh, Gadjevich in the like late in the third period, so a little bit of fire, yeah, I and, guess. But so un- unless I missed something in the radio broadcast and it wasn't shown in the highlights, like what was the point in that? I think I've talked about this before, but what yeah. was the point? I want to say that we play San Jose like relatively soon again but i could be wrong on that i thought it was like within a, like in a couple weeks maybe but yeah um, if i if january I missed... january 6th so like that's still like a, it's like a month literally away. four weeks from that game yeah um, like if i'm if i am missing someone something someone please tell me like that's totally fine but i mean there was like there some, was like there was some pushing and shoving it sounded like before hand like like literally the play before and they were down I can't remember if it was five one or if it, the sixth one had been scored yet, but like at that point, it's had been, yeah. It's like standing up for your team, saying like, okay, like yeah, we get it. You you guys are up five one six one, whatever. But like that doesn't mean you can just like push and shove us after the whistle. Like we're like either quit I'm, it, like just grow up, or it's like or it's saying like yeah, okay, you're beating us six one, but this isn't going to happen 
next time. So it's kind of setting the tone and like leaving it as like, okay, this is the last thing that happened in this game was this fight. So like next game, even though it's in a month, we're going to still have that fight. So I don't know. To, to me, it's I want to bring the letter Kenny, the letter Kenny coach back, and it, like to me, it's you're down six one. Unless there was like something massive beforehand, it, it's embarrassing. It just looks embarrassing. Yeah, you're so, you're already yeah, you're know. already you're already down five one, and you're just making yourself look bad because Carrot got his ass rocked in that fight too. Like, I would, no, I wouldn't say so. At the end, at least he did. The well, guy yeah, had the he, sweater pulled up over his head and got yeah taken at the end, but like yeah. he he. Gadjevich basically didn't even throw any punches until he like pulled the sweater over his head and then he was like, oh, he can't see now. I'm going to punch him. And then they fell down. Like otherwise it was all Carrick just like throwing uppercuts and rights. And like there was one, in, there was one punch that um, I, I thought probably could have knocked Gadjevich out. And like he just kind of dodged out of the way of it. So I don't know. It seemed more on Carrick's side right up until the end when Gadjevich yeah. did did the uh, the soft move of pulling? I don't know. It, yeah, it doesn't really know. matter, but yeah, like, it's, it's but but that's the thing, right? It it doesn't matter at that point. So it, to, to me, it just looks embarrassing at that point. So see, I think the I think what would be more embarrassing is if you're losing six one, and then like you know there's snow in the goalie and pushing and shoving you after the whistle and stuff, and you just like sit there and take it, and you're like, yeah, you know what, we suck. We're just we're, we're yeah. your bitch. Like I'll I'll, lit- <laughs> I'll literally do whatever you want. You're like you want me to tighten your skates for you? Like you want me to like that would be more embarrassing than like just sitting there and taking all of that from the sharks, especially when it's six, one than standing up and fighting when it's six, one, I don't know. It's I, essentially meaningless. So I, for, for me, I guess I would just rather see the fight be, you know, in your actual play, I guess. Well, like, yeah, not getting shit stomped six, one by a goalie who is like in his first NHL game as well. Bless sure, Zegris. Yeah. Otherwise the guy's getting the shutout because yeah. The Ducks offense, like, yeah, like, fuck, like, we, we normally say, like, oh, yeah, fuck defense on this, on this team, right? But in that game, especially, fuck offense. There was, there was, there, there's no such thing, right? Like, the entire mm-hmm. thing was just, oh, yeah, the goaltending's got it. The goaltending's got it. Well, guess what? The goaltending didn't have it. Gibson mm-hmm. didn't have a great game before getting pulled. Yeah. Solaris hung in there, but guess what? You broke the man. Literally yeah. broke the man. Mm-hmm. Um, here, let me pull up a couple. Yeah, quick. no, yeah, like I'm not saying that. Oh, yeah, like fighting makes up for just not scoring and not producing offense. Like, obviously, that's preferable. But yeah, no, yeah, I, 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 I just I, have I, no issue with the fight, really. So, yeah, um, yeah. Here, let me pull this up really quickly. Here, we'll uh, we'll pull up uh, the sh- the shot map and the expected goals percentage here. <laughs> it's gonna be embarrassing. As, like, oh yeah, I mean, jo- as, oh yeah, oh yeah. As, as that clip you said would sum it up, but like. This is the shot map. Look at that. Yeah. How sparse the Anaheim shots are just in general. Not even like location-wise, just abundance yeah. of them. Like that is absolutely brutal. I count six below the hash seven below the hash marks. Yeah. And then if we look at the uh expected goal percentage here, and this is in all situations, Silverberg oh. at the most at like just over 45%. Damn. Like Oscar, like Oscar Lindblom for the San Jose Sharks is the only shark to be below any duck at 30% there. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. That's like there was there was nothing in this game. Yeah. Like I it's it's the 
like how I was saying about the like you know the Dallas game, right? Oh, forget about the Ottawa one. This is even worse, right? No, yeah. no, no, no. This one takes the cake. <laughs> Not even because it's the rival, the Sharks. It's that this team of the Sharks is like also another bottom six team, bottom five team. Yeah, he's got absolutely shit stomped by them. And like you look, you look at the shots on goal total, and it's twenty eight to twenty four. For San Jose, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like, okay, yeah, shot-wise, it's it's closer. But you look at that shot map again. San Jose was just allowed to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, exactly. So, like, the, that 28 is um, uh, not inflated, deflated, I guess, from them probably just missing the net or, like, hit... Actually, they had a few posts, I believe, as well. And then yeah. Um, just, yeah, just missing the, or, like, blocks as well. I don't know how many blocks the Ducks had, but I would imagine it's um, that it would be a little bit higher. Yeah, Um, like the only... Actually, only nine. There were 14-9 in favor of the Sharks. So, yeah. Yeah, like the only like main stat, I guess, that uh, the NHL shows for like team stats, right? Shots on goal, face-off percentage, uh, power plays... Uh, penalty minutes, hits, blocks, and uh, giveaways. The only thing that the Ducks won in was penalty minutes. You're not <laughs> supposed to win penalty minutes. No. 15 to 13. No. Like, this game all around was just completely abysmal. Um, the advanced stats, if anybody is curious as well, uh, the deserved to win meter from moneypuck.com had it at 84% for San Jose. Mm-hmm. Fucking embarrassing. The expected goals was 4.27 to 1.57 for San Jose. Like, this is brutal. And, okay, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick at one more thing here as well. Okay. Why are we pulling Stellars, like, pulling for an extra attacker? Yeah. With just under five minutes left and you're down by three. Any other team, like, I, I get it. You, you think you maybe have a chance. You do realize... Mr. Eakins, that this is the fucking Anaheim Ducks that you run, right? Like, we're arguing you're not Patrick with the Wall, extra man. This is, yeah, like, you're not Patrick Wall, and this is not even that horrible Colorado Avalanche team from the early 2010s. Yeah. But you're not, you're not that guy. You're not that guy. Like, yeah. like, we heard that on the radio, and I'm like, wait, wait, what? Like, no, and yeah, sure enough. It was a dump in by Nick Bonino, basically. From yeah, his he got the end. puck in his own slot, and then it was a just clearing fucking... attempt that he put in, that he put on. Yeah, he like... had the amount of time to get the puck, turn around, pick his spot on the net, and then just dump it down. Like there was no yeah. effort from the and Ducks. Then, and then you put and then you put Stolarz back in because at that point it's five one, and mm-hmm. uh, your guys just decide to like just lie down and play dead. Again, and oh, now it's six-one with like three yeah. minutes left. Like, didn't they score like twenty-eight seconds later or something like that? Yeah, was that, that was that goal. Yeah, and then before that, there was. To be fair, the eight seconds apart goals were. Um, there, there was a weird bounce off the stanchion. To be fair to John Gibson on that. Yeah, point. that one's but the still. only. That was the only one that I don't have issue with, honestly, because that is just a weird bounce that happened. Yeah. But like That's, the Carl, like the Carlson rip, like if you're if you uh, if you're watching this, I still have the shot map up here. This one, like right at the top here, is the Carlson rip on the power play. 
which was San Jose's only power play goal out of four attempts that they had. But which is not a credit to our penalty kill. <laughs> no, not <laughs> at, at all. Because holy shit, they collapsed easier than a fucking smart car does rammed by a semi truck. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah. Like holy fuck. That was abysmal. Like yeah. I know he made the joke earlier of, oh yeah, like Gibson left due to illness. I'd be sick of this team too. No, like seriously. Like Pat for, like Pat for B talking about like, oh yeah, like John Gibson's like the reason that this team is like you know, like, the, like we're looking to him for leadership and whatnot. No, Gibson, dude, get the fuck out of here. Pack your like, bag it, and get like, to a team that'll like, actually in the nicest like, way possible. Yeah. Leave, <laughs> like, save yourself and your career and your reputation at this point. Yeah. My God, no shit. Yeah, where where I was going with that though is like, if you're giving up two goals in under thirty seconds twice in the same game, wh- what are you doing? Yeah, like how? That's, we had talked about it, um, I think it was after those back-to-back St. Louis games, and we were like, okay, like, Dallas Eakins is gone, I'd say, by... um, Yeah, we're still waiting on it, fuck. Yeah, by, like, it was Seattle, and then we eventually we got that, or not eventually, but, like, literally the next game after that episode, we got that regulation win against the Rangers, but, um, but that's where we were like, okay, we need to, once we see just no effort being put in, that's when Dallas Eakins is gone. How do you put in less effort than this? It's a Friday night against your state rival on a national broadcast. Yeah. like, And you put and you drop this like log, log of shit during that, and you lose 6-1 with like the, the only fire that the whole team showed was when Sam Carrick caught, fought uh, Gadjevich in the last five minutes of the game. That was that's the only life that you show. Like yeah, or, or you have you have to you have to do something now. Or Benino uh putting in that goal from his own end and Troy Terry just like slapping the puck at the boards. Yeah. Like well, that's yeah, that, it. Yeah. Like outside of Zegris, like nice shot by Zegris as normal, right? But like besides mm-hmm. that, nothing. This team was dead on arrival. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that was really just Zegris being like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to try and do something here, like leading by example. But then nobody followed him. Like he was excited and he was trying to hype the team up. Like, okay, we got one. Like we're back in it. Let's go. Let's see if we can get a few more. If they can score four in a row, why can't we? Um, And then everyone else was just like, yeah, sure. Fist bump. Cool. Yeah. And like, so he was like one of the only ones showing anything. But it's, yeah, like, like this is the one. Like one of the few times where I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'm glad I was actually occupied with something else. And I like, mind you, I was watching hockey instead of watching hockey. But um, actually, no, in this case, I was watching hockey instead of watching an absolute shit show. Yeah, like at least the goals. I, I was watching hockey. A, I was watching that was a game. Yeah, I was watching right? hockey instead of watching monkeys throw shit. Yeah, like, but like what? Like, especially when this is a national broadcast. Like, who's going to take time out of their? evening now to be like oh the yeah. Anaheim Ducks are playing sick I'm gonna throw this on because you know they're exciting to watch like maybe people will throw it on like oh let's see how bad this fucking team is like, yeah or it's let's see let's see Trevor Zegers and Troy Terry quickly why not even that like literally why yeah. you can just watch the highlights like that that game shows to the entire country entire continent I suppose because it's a national broadcast still technically um, Canada and the US and Mexico, I guess. They're they're part of the continent. We'll throw them in there. But like 
that's why, like, that's just saying to everybody, like, don't bother turning on Anaheim Ducks hockey. Yeah. Like, even, it's not worth it to walk, even to see Zegris and Terry. Like, you, we got to see one nice Zegris goal that we, you were like, oh, wow, sick. Fuck, you can watch that on YouTube. You can watch it on Twitter. Yeah. You can, like, literally anywhere else after. Who cares? You're not going to put yourself to, through two to and a half to three hours of misery just to maybe potentially see one nice goal from yeah. those guys. Like, it's, it's not even worth it at that point. So, like, when it's that bad, something has to be done. And it's, it's not going to happen in December. It's just a guarantee. But come January... Um, it's Dallas Eakins has to be gone. Like literally it's, it's past the point of like, it's well past the point of, Oh yeah, we're going for the tank and sure. Dallas Eakins isn't great. And this, like that kind of helps us. Like it, it's exactly what I was talking about. Like closer to the start of the year. If you're losing like closer games, I have no issue with that. Yeah. If there's some fight there, I have no issue with that. If you are routinely being embarrassed though, and not even at this point, not even embarrassed by top teams. You're getting embarrassed by bottom six teams. It's yeah. time to go. It's time to go. Yeah. If the Ducks play starting now from um, this Ottawa game that we'll talk about in a few minutes to the rest yeah, we're of on the a season. Five game road trip now. Fuck. Yeah. It's a if, prison with Dallas Eakins. Say Dallas Eakins gets fired like t- Monday morning. And we get, uh, and then we get our, our new interim coach or head coach or whoever it is, and we get that new coach bump for the rest of the season, and we play 500 hockey. Even if we do that, that gives us 54 points. Add the 17 we already have, we still finish the season with 71 points, which is, you know what? You're maybe getting second or third last in the wild card rather than last. Yeah. At that point. And that's if we go 500. And if Dallas Eakins is gone tomorrow, today, when you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> like, the season's already gone. Like, it doesn't even... Like, we, we've already tanked for Bedard. We're basically guaranteed at this point the best odds for Connor Bedard. Yeah, we, we've swam down to the depths, and now we are going, like... Ha- like, we are halfway down the Marietta's Trench at this point. Yeah. Like... <laughs> So, and, and I know this is very doom and gloom for this part of the episode, but like, what's like, what's even the point of watching Ducks hockey? Yeah, like, like, like if if we didn't have to talk about it on the show, honestly. Yeah, or unless you're like a hardcore fan, and you're yeah, like, you know what, even, I can at least throw it on in the background while I do something else, which is even, probably and, what I'll do, honestly. But yeah, like, and, and honestly, I've even seen like the hardcore fans on like social media that are just going like, yeah, I turn this game off. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not wasting my time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so it's, yeah, that's that's how we feel. That's how it is. Um, <laughs> that's but, how it is exactly. Yeah, but it's just, it has to be time soon because this was the lowest of the low. It's it can't possibly get any lower, and we're facing some tough teams on this road trip. <laughs> you you say that. You say that it can't get any, you can't get any lower. I think there's another level to Dallas Eakins. I mean, here, <laughs> I mean, it could, I guess, get lower by it being six nothing. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, well, uh, I, I think let's move on from this game. We've got news. 
um, being excited about other teams and then uh, upcoming <laughs> games. So, uh, you know, actually, now now's probably a good time to take a short break. And yeah, and then on the other side, we will get to the one piece of news that we have coming out of Anaheim here. But we will throw it over to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Be sure to use promo code THPN and we will see you in just a minute. Hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, um... Uh, this piece of news is actually probably pretty exciting and may actually be a reason to tune into Ducks games for the next game, anyways. <laughs> next game. <laughs> <laughs> One game, just to see what happens. Uh, but Lucas Dostal was recalled by Anaheim um, earlier in the weekend. Was it Friday? Yes, so, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, which uh, I'm glad that it happened after we got to see him play in person when we were there for the Gulls game. Not that I wouldn't have been okay with seeing Erickson Eck in net as well. But just seeing Dostal in person, I think, was a treat, especially at his development age. So mm. you probably watched him a little closer than I did. but I Yeah, know. I did. The guy looked great. Um, I even checked out you know, his stats from uh, last season because yeah, I kind of had to remind myself that, oh, yeah, right, he actually was up last season. For a bit, uh, yeah. yeah, he played four games, started three games as well, actually. Uh, one two and zero record, a nine oh seven save percentage, and a negative one point four goal save above expected in those four games. Um, was that near the end of the season, or I forget when that was exactly. Um, I, I feel like it was like February. Oh, you so. might be right. Yeah, because Gibson yeah. was out for a bit there. That's right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so nothing from the team officially as to why Dostal was up, but uh, kind of as we talked about, um, Eric Stevens uh, had said that Stellars has a lower body injury and did not travel with the team. So, mm. um, yeah, so I guess we'll we'll probably see something official from the team once they announce the lineups an hour before they play Ottawa. So Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so that's how it seems to work. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, it was, I mean it'll it'll be interesting to see that young guy up here, and uh, mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be fun. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it was in January that he came up. He got a start against the Red Wings, which was the one he won. Um, it was an which was also, overtime win. It looks like uh, yeah, seventeen so, save percentage, and that's where he established uh, a franchise record for the most saves by a Ducks goaltender in their NHL debut with right, thirty three yeah. saves. Yeah, that's so. right. Um, and then he came in in relief against Minnesota um, on January 14th, playing just shy of 18 minutes. So I would imagine started the third period and then uh, pulled for the extra attacker, let in one yeah. goal on 13 shots there. Uh, and then he played the next night in Chicago, got a start, put up a 943 save percentage. 
um, allowing only two goals on 35 shots, but Ducks got the loss there. And then he played a game in March, so just called up at some point for probably to cover an injury again, I would imagine. But Yeah, if, if I remember correctly, it was a very quick call-up um, that he had there. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be great to see him up. Like, yeah, his numbers in the NHL or his his total numbers in the NHL don't maybe look fantastic and give promise. But, but first four games of your career behind a yeah. Doc Jet team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and, and even against, or even if you're on like a decent team, like there is still quite a big leap from the AHL to the NHL. Um, yeah. Like it's it's just way faster and you're going up against like way more elite talent at least on the the top lines like it's not like a third pairing you can't just throw the guy on like a third pairing defense or like you know give him five minutes on the fourth line or whatever like no he has to play 60 minutes against the entire 18 man roster yeah exactly there's no there's no hand holding for goaltenders at least it it, like it's either you give him the start or you don't then that's it um and he will for sure be getting a start since we do have a back-to-back. Well, I mean, I guess it's not a for sure thing, but very, very, very likely that he will get a start since we have a back-to-back situation. But again, we'll get to that in a couple minutes here. So, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else to say about Dostal? Um, no, yeah, just I'm I'm excited to see him play. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's all I really got. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, it will either, I think, expose the poor system that the coaching staff has put together, or it will just say, oh, you know what? Maybe we do just need to give this time, and Dostal is the answer, and now we can trade away everybody else for, <laughs> you know, actual defensemen and, you know, yeah. better, uh, more forwards. I was going to say better forwards, but we actually have decent forwards, just more f- decent forwards. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this will be a good sign of, you know, where the team actually is at long-term. So, yeah. Um, as usual, for the Monday episodes, we got the... Uh, we're going to branch out from the Ducks just very, very briefly here. And we're going to head over to Buffalo where, you know, things started hot and then they got less hot. Um, but not for Tage Thompson. That's for sure. On Wednesday night last week december 7th guy put up four goals in the first period against the columbus blue jackets so i mean still but no one else has done that against the columbus blue jackets this season so he uh got the second goal of the game about five minutes in um and then a goal by rasmus dahlin to make it three nothing and then he proceeded to score three straight in the span of about nine minutes um, for guy was just unstoppable yeah, in that game. <laughs> for, I, I is that technically a natural hat trick when you score three in a row, even though it was goals two, three, and four on the night? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. So, cool. Uh, very, very cool for him. Two, two of those were on the power play, and then he added a fifth one in the second period, there, um, closer to the end to make it seven-two for the Buffalo Sabers. And uh, yeah, he's got twenty, or at the time had twenty-one on the season. I think now he is doing quite a lot better. But you know, scoring five goals in a game, and then four in a period—that's uh, very impressive and worthy of this week's a big energy move. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, only he was only two goals away from tying the record for most goals in an NHL game, which was seven. That mm-hmm. was set, like back in the 1920s. Yeah. So that is a... A big energy move. And uh, I don't know. Maybe we, we almost want to give it to the coach at the same time for only having him out for like... Was it, I think it was like three or five minutes in the third period. It's a it's a reverse, it's it's a reverse one, like a like a little one. Yeah, like the guy's got a chance at history. Let him go for it. <laughs> yeah. So, but sitting that. your best player when you're up in a game and he's doing fantastic is a a big energy move. Not, kinda, I don't know. Not, yeah. not. <laughs> it would not it would have been that. cool to see him go for it if he was allowed to. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, actually, Tage Thompson still at 21 goals on the season. Good for third in the NHL. Uh, just two behind Jason Robertson with 23, and uh, who is two behind Connor McDavid, who has 25. On that the is nuts. <laughs> yeah, absolute madness, man. I remember when that contract was signed. I was like, "That's a lot of money for a guy that hasn't played a whole lot yet." And now it's just like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, total <laughs> <a little> sense. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. So um, I did want to look ahead, actually, as to when Anaheim was playing Columbus, just because I was curious, and that is the 19th of January. So we've got about a month? A little yeah, over a month? a little over a month. Fuck, can't come fast enough. <laughs> but, I mean, also, do we really want to find out how we perform against Columbus? Oh, absolutely, because uh, the four games in a row there are Philadelphia, Columbus, Buffalo, and Arizona. If Dallas Deacons is still around, I want those games. But it that's <laughs> if we get I want to see less, how brutal it is. If we get any less than four points on in that four game span, like you might as well just like put the team on a bus, drive them down to South America, change all of their names, and just hope that nobody finds them ever again. No, you drive them on a bus to San Diego, and you fly San Diego to wherever Anaheim is supposed to be. There you go. Is that on the road, too? Uh, yeah, that is. They, uh, Yeah, that that's a six-game road trip. Okay, that, bookended uh, by Pittsburgh and Colorado. Yeah, well, exactly. But, <laughs> yeah. We've got a pretty hefty home trip or not home trip road trip in uh, uh, in homestand before oh yeah that too yeah like what is that like nine ten games in a row at home yeah i guess that's broken up with christmas yeah yeah so that's and and yeah still potentially the all-star break as well uh all-star would be in um all-star would be in oh it's in uh february there oh is it oh i thought I usually did it at the end of, oh yeah, end of January, early February, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, they'll have from the Sunday the 29th until, oh, I hit the wrong button, uh, Sunday the 5th. Okay. Oh, and that's that's after that big six-game road trip as well. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that might be the best week of Ducks hockey right there. That we'll we'll see all season. From the- <laughs> when when Trevor Zegers or Troy Terry are the only representatives of the All Star game. Yeah, I was just thinking like when we don't actually have to watch the Ducks. We don't play, have to but- watch them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man. 
But yeah, so the yeah, I, I guess moving on to the upcoming games that will be happening a little bit more immediately than the ones at the end of January are Monday against the Ottawa Senators. That game will be at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time um, because, you know, it's on the road. That's why it's such a and on the East stupid Coast, time yeah. for us because it's 7.30 there. But 4.30 in Anaheim on the coast there. So, yeah, um, last time we played Ottawa, that was just a few weeks ago. That was the... Um, it was I'm fucking sorry, I'm sorry if you went to therapy to forget about this, so just just pause it for a few seconds if if you don't want to know. Um, 5-1 Ottawa for that one. So, yeah, as Nate said, fucking embarrassing. Okay, everyone's good to go. I mean, if it's muted, you won't be able to hear it, but hopefully you know what in the clear. So, yeah, that's uh, what's going on there. Sens, I still think, aren't doing fantastic, really, since No, the then. Sens are sitting uh, eighth in the Eastern Conference wild cards, uh, wild card race, 11-14-2. Um, uh, their home record is 6-8-0 and oh on the season. However, in their last 10, they are 5-4-1. and one. Okay. So, Not bad. they're looking better. Yeah. They, um, I mean, they've beaten some... Decent teams in the Rangers and the Predators recently took Dallas to overtime. Seems on the road they're pretty good. It's just at yeah home. the the road they're five six and two. Okay, so yeah, um, and then they I mean they also recently beat the San Jose Sharks five to two. So if they can beat the Sharks five two and we lose to the Sharks six one, what does that mean they're going to do to us? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to throw my prediction out there. I'm just going to keep actually what the first game was, 5-1 Ottawa. Okay. Again, apologies if you went to therapy to forget that game and now Nate just told you what the score was again. But Nate says 5-1 I mean, Ottawa. To, I went to therapy for it, so. 5-1 <laughs> Ottawa. Yeah. Um, fuck. Did this age poorly? Our oh, yeah. Predictions. <laughs> Holy shit. 5-4 Anaheim and 4-3 Anaheim is what we had said. Yikes. Yep. <laughs> Oof. Um, yeah, I'm going to go 4-2 four, 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 Ottawa. Or, yeah, yeah, Ottawa, sorry. I was like, wait, is that yeah. what it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, yeah, and then moving to just the next evening. Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 Eastern. Um, we will be in Toronto, who will be wrapping up a three-game homestand where they beat the LA Kings 5-0, the Calgary oh, Flames 5-4 in overtime, and then after a couple days off and uh, some good old rest, they will be able to play us. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Toronto is 18, 5, and 6, currently mm-hmm. sitting second in the Atlantic Division. Okay. Uh, their last 10, they are 8, 0, oh, and 2, are currently on a three-game winning streak, mm-hmm. and their home record for the season, 10, 2, and 3. Five nothing, Toronto. <laughs> that, that literally sounds like Dallas, and look what happened against Dallas. Uh, I'm going to do you one better. Six nothing. Oh, just have to show me up, hey? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no reason for us to have faith in the but team. 
is, performing any differently against Toronto. When Toronto was in town, was that not one of the overtime wins that we had? Oh, that's true. Um, I forgot we had played them. Where is it here? Which is why it's going to be even better when we just get our teeth yeah. pounded into the curb. Yeah, yeah, it was 4-3 Anaheim. Yes, that was the overtime one. Um, this will be one of the few games that like actual genuine Maple Leafs fans are going to get lower bowl seats because mm-hmm. the uh, the just people aren't going to want to go to this game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So just because I'm curious, actually, I'm going to take a look at what uh, ticket prices are, especially because it's a Tuesday night, right? Yeah, I'm actually going to take a look at what it is. <laughs> yeah, and I know that these are very pessimistic predictions, but. Um, yeah, just given the track record of the team, especially on the road. Like, what's our road record? Uh, our road record, holy shit. Uh, two, 11, and three. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wait, we have two regulation wins? How did I miss that? Oh, against Carolina, right? Oh, no. But no, that's not two regulation wins. That's just two wins. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, why did I think that? Was, yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Two uh, eleven and three compared to our uh, total record of seven eighteen and three. Holy shit! <laughs> so at least at home we're we would be at home we're like five, um, five seven and zero. Oh. Like, is is that right? Uh, sorry, at home, 5-7-0, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, we're at a negative 50 goal differential. Fuck yeah, we hit 50, everybody. Oh my god. <laughs> How much lower can we go? <laughs> Who's next closest? Is it Chicago at negative 32? Chicago and Columbus at negative 30. That's bad. <laughs> yep. Jesus. Oh. What, what were you looking up again? You were looking something up. Uh, I was looking up uh, tickets for uh, Toronto uh Toronto Anaheim. Oh, no. And you know what? Just just night. for fun anyway, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna search up Ottawa as well after the fact. Uh okay. the best seat available currently for two tickets uh to the Toronto Maple Leafs Anaheim Ducks game is section 108 row uh row two, which is just behind the penalty boxes at uh I gotta do the math on that one here. Uh, $528 per ticket American. So 720 bucks Canadian. Oof. Yeah, that's, that's, so I mean, it's expensive, but that's the best available, you said? That's the best available one. Uh, the next one would be, uh, like in terms of cross. In terms of lowest price or it's like best value for the seat that it is? Uh, best, just best seat. In the house, okay. like closest oh, to the Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Uh, the next one would be uh, the section across behind the benches, um, row 11 in section 119, which I'm looking at the picture. It's it's about what we had for seats for the Gulls game. Okay. Um, and that is at 436 Canadian, which is $319 uh, American. So those are still hefty prices. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure that people down in Anaheim are like, oh, my God, how can you spend that much? But for us, it's just like, 
yeah it, like it's Holy it's still shit. expensive but like compared to like going to calgary or edmonton for those Dude, just same Leaf, seats like just it's the lease game in general is expensive uh section three like the 300s um so the the three, sorry the 300 s section <laughs> because that's standing so is literally the highest you can go is seventy dollars Canadian per ticket? Oof! Holy fuck! On a Tuesday night <laughs> against the Anaheim anymore. Ducks. <laughs> wow, that's nuts! And on top of that, you get to pay fifteen bucks for a beer. Well, actually, no, probably a little bit less because it's not Edmonton, and that—that's how much beer is there. But still, probably like eleven, twelve bucks for a beer, eight bucks for a popcorn, seven for a hot dog, maybe. Like that's, yeah. yeah, that's that's bloody expensive, man. Okay, I'm gonna compare. Uh, and you could probably get like front of second bowl in like Anaheim for seventy bucks, Canadian. Um, okay, I'm taking off verified resale. Oh yeah, because that, that's those are always marked up. Holy shit, that is a difference and a half. Um, for the Ottawa game, you could get the lower bowl uh, row R, which I, what letter is that in the alphabet? It'd be anyway. around like between 15 and 20, I think. Yeah. Uh, for $200 uh, dollars each ticket, um, okay. Canadian, which is $147 American. So significant. That is cheaper. wildly different. Holy shit. Yeah. On a Monday night. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But. Yeah, Any, okay. You know nice, what? Actually, man. now that I'm curious, yeah, let's take a look at uh, Anaheim. Yeah, sure. For, for their next home game. Yeah. What would that one? That would be against Minnesota. So, yeah, it'd be a decent comparable to. Some of the other ones. Let's take a look against the Minnesota Wild on December twenty first. It might be different because it's that one's like right around Christmas time. But yeah, so yeah, two tickets, no resale. Best seat in the house. Uh, section two twenty, row D, uh, which is the first level. Um. 160 each. And I think that's American, actually. Okay. Yeah, 160 American, which is... Oh, I lost my converter here. Uh, 218 Canadian per ticket. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's kind of comparable to Ottawa, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. So, it's, Like, it's similar, anyways. But, yeah. But you can and, get and it's uh, a Wednesday night, so yeah, still a weekday. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you can get uh, section four hundred tickets for uh, nineteen American each. Wow, <laughs> like sp- like spread out around the around the area, not bad, yeah. not mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, literally, if we didn't have um, like cars that were decent on gas, and we weren't as close to. Um, Calgary as we are and we didn't have people we could stay with in Calgary or Edmonton <laughs> it would literally be cheaper for us to f- like drive across the border fly down to Anaheim to see a game yeah. and then fly back or like see a couple games probably and then fly back then to like go and make it a weekend in Calgary or Edmonton and see a couple games there yeah 
It, it's literally <laughs> cheap. It's like absolutely nuts. Jeez. I have I have family in Saskatchewan, so like Edmonton is still quite the drive for yeah. them. Like it's it's probably a good seven, eight hours as opposed to for us where it's five. Um and for them, if they were gonna like because they frequently just take like, you know, a week holiday around Christmas or like something like that just to go and see hockey. It's yeah. literally cheaper for them and so two adults and three kids to fly down to Anaheim and go to see a game in they, they they're Oilers fans so they usually go to see Edmonton and to watch them play in Anaheim and LA and San Jose and go to Disneyland and stay for the whole week. <laughs> it's cheaper for them to do that than to drive and stay in Edmonton and watch them on a three game homestand. Jeez. <laughs> for the five of them. It's absolutely nuts. That is nuts. Yeah. Um, so it, it makes me wish just a little bit that we were closer to like a smaller market team where yeah. we could see uh, see games, like NHL games, just basically a, whenever A smaller we market team not in Canada because the Jets, I think, are still pretty crazy as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and that like is a small market. Like the it's Jets very are localized. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Jets are, aren't they under a million people? I don't know for, yeah, for the sure. for the population of Winnipeg. I'm pretty sure. Let me double check here. Oh, for the for Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. It, it might be slightly higher than a million, but yeah. Uh, t- population 2022. Actually, I think the whole province of Manitoba is like a million people. Yeah the uh, the current metro area pol- uh, population of Winnipeg in 2022 is 833,000. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, not that much. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, anyways, um, back to these upcoming games. I did actually have one thing I wanted to discuss here about them just because they are back to back. Um, Obviously, if you're calling up Lucas Dostal, you probably want to give him a start since it's not his first NHL start. And it's not like Gibson has been fantastic this season. Um, Do you play Gibson against Ottawa? And then just throw Dostal to the Wolves against Toronto and see what happens? Or do you, quote, give the easier game to Dostal and then hope that Gibson can have a good night against Toronto? For the sake of Dostal, I give him the Ottawa game. Mm-hmm. Dallas Eakins thinks they're competitive, so he'll give Dostal the Ottawa game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're saying the same thing, but just for it's a different It's the same thing reason. for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, the only thing here is like, and and this isn't meant to be a slight against Dostal. It's just that he is inexperienced in the NHL. Um, Do you give, if you give Dostal Ottawa, that's not a guaranteed win. And then if you give Gibson Toronto, that's also not a guaranteed win. If you give Gibson Ottawa and Dostal Toronto, then you're basically saying, fuck it, we don't care what happens against Toronto. If you manage to pull out some magic and only let in four goals, sure, great. But then starting the theoretically better red, more experienced goalie and Gibson against Ottawa. I don't want to say guarantees you that win, but it gives you a much better shot. Is that a stretch? Um, Cause like, as I'm saying I'm it, I'm thinking like, is, do you have that much better of a chance with Gibson over Ottawa than Dostal? I'm not sure because uh, the Ducks had Stellars in, who at that time was playing better, I think, than Gibson. And uh-huh. uh, 
yeah, they'd still lost handedly. Barely shot the bed. Yeah. Yeah. So like it doesn't really matter, <laughs> kind of. I don't think so. I don't think so. In in that vein, then, is it not um better experience for Dostal to go against the actually to go against Toronto? Is, well, let's take a step back for a sec. Is Toronto's offense leaps and bounds better than Ottawa's offense? Team-wise, yes. Toronto was way better. But Ottawa's really lacking mostly from their defense. And then just they kind of just have average goaltending. So you give them shit defense, then you get subpar goaltending. But like mm, I wouldn't say average defense. Matt Murray and uh Sorokin have been uh No, no, I'm talking in Ottawa. Or- Sorry. Oh, okay. In, in Ottawa, Sorry, I they have. In Toronto. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Toronto's goaltending has been fantastic. Yeah, no, um, yeah, it has. Yeah, but um, I'm I'm just thinking like in terms of offense from both of these, like Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Bunting, Tavares. Um, Sorry, Samsonov, not Sorokin. Uh, when I was talking about. Trevor oh Wolf. yeah, yeah. Like that's those are obviously elite players in Toronto, but then also you have. Uh, Claude Giroux, Tim Stutzla, Drake Batherson, um, Brady Kachuk. Uh, who's the other guy? Not Josh Norris because he's still injured, but there's uh, another Alex one I'm missing. Debrinket, thank you. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. So, like, th- you still have elite offense in Ottawa, too. So, like, is there really that much of a difference in terms of um, the quality of shots that Dostal will face against Ottawa. Uh, it's, it's basically, do you want the high offense of the Ottawa Senators or do you want the high offense of the Toronto Maple Leafs where there's Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner who's on a what, 20 point, 20 game point streak right now? I he's think. on, uh, he's, he's hit 21 now. So you're 21? Yeah. There. Actually, no. Yeah. So it's, 21. So pick, yeah. <laughs> pick the lesser of two evils. You're, you're going with yeah. Ottawa, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, either way, because I, I, I was thinking, like, maybe you want to give him, like, some great experience against, like, talented shooters against Toronto, see what he can yep. do against them. But I think you still I mean, I'd be curious. against Ottawa anyways, be, so. Yeah, I'd be curious to see it. Don't get me wrong. It so. would make me very happy if the Anaheim Ducks and Lucas Dostal broke uh, Mitch Marner's point streak <laughs> so that I could rub it into some very obnoxious Leafs fans' faces that I know. <laughs> oh, keep dreaming, dude. Keep dreaming. <laughs> yeah, but, like... If it was, it doesn't matter who the Anaheim Ducks have in net. That streak will continue against Anaheim. But, but maybe, <laughs> it's but just going maybe. to happen. But just ima- imagine the shocked look on Leafs fans' faces when somebody <laughs> that they probably literally never heard of, po- like, posts. I mean, if it, if it was to break this streak, it would probably have to be a shutout. So, post a shutout against the Maple Leafs. To end Marner's streak, could you imagine? They'd be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Even like, what? <laughs> and can we trade for him? Because the last time we traded with Anaheim, it worked out decently for us. <laughs> yeah, for no, that's where we're like, now nah, we're keeping this guy, but you can have Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We'll be so kind as to take Matt Murray off your hands. In exchange for a first round pick. Uh, with that being year, said, uh, thank you for after. listening to the Quack Report. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tate Thomas, T A T E N H O M A S. See, see, I am people... not going down that rabbit hole with you. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. See, some people think this is called the Quack Report because, oh, ducks, that's funny. They quack. But no, it's just because we're nuts. <laughs> Come up with 
quack ideas. That's why. <laughs> Actually, we didn't even come up with a name, but, you know. not going down there with you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I I don't want to go down there either. Um, I guess that's it, hey? That's the episode. Yep, that is. Okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, Nate already plugged his handle there. So, (laughs) yeah, you can follow me at Carter underscore Potts, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97, if you want to tell me how messed up of an idea that was. Uh, Or if you think it's got some merit, (laughs) let me know, too. Uh, At Quack Report Pod on Twitter as well, at HockeyPodNet. We will see you guys Wednesday for another live stream. In the meantime, have a good one. I guess go, Dex, go. Maybe. We can dream, right? I can dream, Harold! (laughs) 